Welcome to Real Talk with Stacey J, where we empower women to live their life on purpose with no limitations. Welcome to Episode 7, and I'm so excited about this episode because it is about relationships. And we all know that there's always a conversation to be had about relationships. So I wanted to bring on an expert this time to talk about some different ways that you can strategize to make your relationship better instead of just leaving. You know, sometimes there are reasons to leave, but there's a lot of reasons to stay. So we're going to talk to uh, Alex Jones with uh, Love Jones LLC. She is about to be, if I'm not mistaken, an author um, of Argue Less and Make Love More. She is a marriage um, therapist, and we're going to talk to her today. So welcome, Alex, to the show. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So, yeah, girl, let's talk about it because I know (laughs) that uh, relationships... You know, we're talking about it all over the world. You have people that are single, that are looking to be in fulfilled relationships and marriages that are trying to make it work. Um, And a lot of times I think that we're overstressed in relationships. And also we don't have since we don't really have a blueprint, depending on how Mm -hmm. we were raised. um, There's a lot of confusion that goes on in relationships. So I want to talk a little bit about first. I just want to know what made you want to get in this line of work. It was really just a God-given ability to kind of decipher through the dynamics of relationships. Um, I found myself as a little girl, like, listening, eavesdropping or ear-hustling at the door when my mom and dad would argue, not to be like the nosy kid to, to hear the curse words or anything, but really my interest was after the argument who was going to reach out to who first mm-hmm. and how was they going to resolve it. And it's, that's always been an interest of mine. And I am the second youngest of uh, four girls. And so my older sisters would come to me for advice with their boyfriends, even though I had no clue or no experience myself. And then I would find strangers. I would go to work in a completely different field and I would have strangers coming to my desk and, um, this was during the time of the Dr. Phil age. And so everyone was like, you should be like Dr. Phil. And I'm <laughs> like, that's not a real job. Mm-hmm. And then, um, uh, lo and behold, I find myself, uh, in school and getting licensed. And that's been about 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I love it. And, and it's much needed because I think communication, um, sometimes lacks, um, direction you know what I mean like people uh-huh. get upset with each other like you say your parents are arguing and then you're kind of like you said you're listening but sometimes kids are we're always watching so we want to know right. how do they you know how do they handle conflict so that that is the guide a lot of times for kids as they grow up and get into relationships and marriage so when we talk about you know arguments and things like that I believe they come from um, different understanding, different backgrounds, or just having different opinions. And so mm-hmm. what would you say is some good advice for uh, couples that don't see eye to eye? I mean, you know, yeah. how, can, how can they work through that without, you know, somebody sleeping on the couch, somebody going, you know, to their mother's house and things of that? Yeah. Well, the first thing about arguments that, that result in those ways of sleeping on the couch or separating or um, the nasty words and all of that coming out is because <clears throat> couples get lost in the negative emotion of it all instead of focusing on the solution of. Mm. And if, they, if we could take a moment and say, you know, my, I'm, I'm feeling too mad right now. I'm too pissed right now. I'm too aggravated or annoyed right now. Let's 
let's step away for a little bit and then come back to the table and talk about this. That will solve a lot of uh, a lot of those issues because it the it ends badly only because of the negative emotions that's going on. Mm-hmm. Because usually the couple has the same shared goal. In the end, everyone has the same goal, and that's to get through this, to get back to a loving place, fun, having fun with one another and all of that. But we get caught up in the nastiness of it all. We get caught up in that temporary negative emotions of it all. And when you're there, everyone's playing defense. Because all I hear is that you're blaming me for something. And so I can't see it for what the, what the true issue is. Now I'm just in a place of defense. Mm-hmm. And if you've ever, if you know anything about sports, nobody wins if both defense is on the field. Right. <laughs> exactly. And so, you know, and I think, and this is my, this is my unprofessional opinion, but definitely that's why we have you here, is I think it goes as far back as we were saying about, you know, how you were raised or who you were mm-hmm. raised around. So if you were raised, like everybody got that player uncle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Everybody mm-hmm. has that. Um, that aunt that's, you know, sassy or a little promiscuous or, you know, yeah. whatever. So you you see all this stuff and we're like a sponge. So it doesn't mean we're going to be that way, but that's what we've been exposed to. So do, yeah. you, do you think a lot of this stems from um, your upbringing and, and what you've been exposed to? I do think a lot of that contributes to it. I really do. Um, no matter whether you saw good or bad, it all contributes to who you are now. However, it's now your responsibility to make a choice whether you want to live the life of your uncle or your sassy aunt, or do you want to experience your own happiness in the present? Mm -hmm. And and that's where we, we, sometimes we go wrong with just, well, this is how I was raised, or this is all I saw, which is, which is true, but you have the decision to make it in the present. And a lot of couples run into that trouble, and I'm glad you brought this up, because sometimes we live, I call it, singing someone else's song, meaning that you've picked up the beliefs of mama who was cheated on by, you know, by daddy all throughout the marriage, or Mm -hmm. you pick up the beliefs of auntie, you know, Sally or uncle, whoever, Mm -hmm. and you carry on those, those beliefs into your own relationship Mm -hmm. when they have nothing to do with you at all. Girl, you couldn't have said it better. And I had to learn that myself because I was married once before uh, for like Mm -hmm. 11 years. I was young, you know. And so some of the things that we went through, you know, once you start to do that self-work and then you understand Mm -hmm. a little bit more, you got to get to know people. You got to do a a date check or something like that. I mean, men should do it with women. Women should do it with men. I mean, when I say that, meaning let's get to know each other on a different level than just, okay, how many kids you got? You ever been married? Mm-hmm. You're married now. I get that. But once you kind of get to know a little bit about the background of their family history, just a little bit, it doesn't have to be, yeah. you know, they great, great, great grandmother. But I'm saying is that once you learn that their father wasn't there, you so maybe that may mm-hmm. contribute to them not really knowing how to treat a woman, you know, or right. a woman that has daddy issues um, and has this kind of resentment against men. So, you know, that kind of, to me, me can create more issues and people are not willing to kind of step back and look at themselves um 
Yeah. Because we're always looking at other people. But for let me ask you this. For people that, you know, have been cheated on, have been abused or anything like that, we know that is traumatic. Um mm-hmm. I, I can't really, I've been cheated on, so I can speak to that, but I've never been abused. But for those people right. that are trying to rebuild, that want to rebuild, because I know there's some people that um, just have a hard time letting that go. But for those that are really wanting to rebuild trust and to be able to open themselves up to love, you know, and not hanging on to what happened to them in the past, what are some suggestions that you would give? Mm-hmm. I think my, and I deal with this a lot because the probably about 90% of the couples that um, come to me that I work with are dealing with some form of break of trust or, or one of those heavy hitters that I call relationship traumas. And that's that infidelity, abuse, substance abuse, all those things. But they all center around this lack of trust. And and the the number one thing that that keeps a relationship from being able to recover of that is someone not being willing to release the pain of it. Mm-hmm. And it's very understandable why you don't why why it seems like you don't want to release the pain because most people use that pain as a as a seemingly form of protection. Mm-hmm. So what that looks like is I'll keep my guard up. And I'll, I'll go 70% in, but I won't go all the way in because I'm afraid of getting hurt again. Mm-hmm. So if I keep this guard up, then this protects me from feeling the pain that I felt in my last relationship or the mm-hmm. one before that. Mm-hmm. But the truth of the matter is, <clears throat> it's just an illusion of protection. Mm-hmm. Because even if you keep your guard up, you can still be hurt. Right. I always say that if someone goes and get hit by a car in the middle of the street, it's going to be the same pain whether they saw the car coming or they didn't. It's mm-hmm. the same broken bones. It's the same pain. Mm-hmm. So whether you keep that guard up or not, it's not a guaranteed protection of pain. But what it is, it's a guaranteed prevention of you being able to experience the complete joy of what's going on in the present moment. Right. And I think the biggest thing that you said is that it is a self-responsibility no matter what you've seen, no matter what you've experienced. I've been cheated on, you know, I've been played, you know, and things that. But I always felt like I wouldn't take that to the next relationship because it's not their that's not their problem. It's not something that they put on you and it's not fair to start exactly. off the relationship with, okay, he ain't going to play me. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. Or vice versa, you know, meeting right. the females. Because I think that, you know, a lot of times we talk about relationships, we talk about it from the woman to the man experience. But I'm sure uh-huh. that I know you counsel men. And I'm sure that they yeah. have, they say about some of these crazy chicks out here as well. So yeah. I think it's important. And I know that you use something I totally use in my life, um, the law of attraction. Um, mm-hmm. Can you speak a little bit about that? Because I think that's really important, too. And people that don't know about the law of attraction or don't believe in it, you're missing yeah. out. You, you're definitely missing out. I, I kind of stumbled upon this whole law of attraction thing a few years ago, and it's a total life changer. It really, it changed my life in many ways. It even changed the way I work with my clients. And that, and that belief that, you know, what is alike is drawn to, to one another. And I think that some people... Um, uh, are more open to that in the dating phase. Like, I know, you know, you've heard with, you want this man to be this way, this way, this way, then you need to be this way, that way. Mm-hmm. But we, we lose it sometimes once we're in that relationship. Mm-hmm. 
and, and we don't realize that you are receiving everything that you are, what you're giving. If you want your relationship to be fun and free and loving and, and all these things, are you that way? Right. Or are you still holding on to the argument from last week? Right. Mm-hmm. I tell you about you that. Know? And it's the same thing with this past pain. If you're still holding on with this past pain and you're still in fear that it's going to happen again, and so you keep yourself guarded, yeah. guess what you put yourself in the, in the line of fire of, mm-hmm. of it happening again, of you continuing to experience this pain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, so I, I, I work with my clients through the law of attraction to show them that in order for you to receive the things you want, you have to start practicing those emotions of what you want. And, and that is something that your partner can't do for you. Mm-hmm. And so one of the most important things I think for relationships is don't, sometimes in relationships, most of the times in relationships, we find ourselves in this position of trying to make our partner happy. Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side of that, depending on our partner to make us happy. Mm-hmm. Well, that's an impossible task. Mm-hmm. No one can make anyone feel anything at all. Mm-hmm. It's their choice how they choose to respond and feel in any given moment. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you can influence that choice, but it's how they choose to feel or how they choose to respond. But when you get into those positions of making my partner happy or looking for my partner to make me happy, that's when you introduce the pressure into the relationship. Right. That's when the relationship stops being fun and it be, becomes more exhausting and frustrating. Right. Because you're expecting, yeah. you're expecting something. And my father always said, never be expecting and you never be disappointing, disappointing. Yeah. And I say that to mean, like, of course, there are certain things I think that you kind of, you know, normal things that you kind of expect. But if you yeah. put all your faith or all your eggs in one basket saying, I know they're going to do this when they don't, you're so let down. And that's one of the biggest things I can say personally that was mm-hmm. challenging is to know that. You know, I like to be happy. Everybody know me. I'm pretty much a cheerful person, but I don't play. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, in a relationship, I feel the same way. But I had to learn to ease up because I know I'd rather be in a happy, joyful, playful, loving place right. more than I am. Like, I'm not speaking. I'm not cooking. I'm not cleaning. I'm, you know how we get. Yeah. So it was challenging because you don't want to feel played. And that, that, that defense mechanism goes right mm-hmm. up. So once mm-hmm. I learned to release i am such a more forgiving person now thank you lord yeah and it works better for me personally spiritually and emotionally it's not easy Mm -hmm. but i feel so much better yeah and here's the thing when you realize that you are in control of how you feel and not your partner you don't ever have to worry about being played yeah you don't ever have to worry about being let down because even if that partner is not in the space where they can make you feel good, you know that you are in control of your own emotions and you can make yourself feel good, which that's what you should be dependent upon. Mm-hmm. You should be dependent upon yourself for your mm-hmm. own feel good. And then anything your partner offers to you, that's just sprinkles on top. Right. Right. So let me ask you yeah. this. Let me ask you this, because I think I have uh, I've got two more points I think I want to make. So yeah. this one is. For women, because, you know, I talk to a lot of women, too. I'm not a counselor, but, you know, people kind of 
you know, see how you move and just ask advice. So what would you say for women that, you know, haven't been in a relationship in a while? And I know some Mm -hmm. women, I'm going to just be honest, um, Mm -hmm. that are getting up on 40 have a little sense of, oh, I might not have kids or, you know, or they may be um, a little bit more open to dating the in-between person or just having someone, what would you suggest like to be able to kind of pull back and say, Hey, what's for me is for me. And I'm not in a desperate uh, situation here and I don't have to settle for what looks like is promising, but it really doesn't feel promising. Right. Right. I would say don't, don't let your fear outweigh your desire. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't let your fear outweigh your desire. Whenever you're making or taking actions such as the one that you just described, that's moving out of fear. That's mm-hmm. moving out of fear of it'll never happen for me. What I want isn't possible or it's too far away. Yeah. And so I would say focus more on what you want and have fun and be comfortable in that. Because what I found, too, <clears throat> in, in women and some men, but mostly women, is that some of us, because it hasn't happened yet, um, we start talking ourselves out of it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, well, I'll be all right if it don't happen. I'll be all right if I never have kids. Or I'll be, it becomes more easier to go with what, you know, to, to justify you not having it than it does to say, yeah, I still want it and I'm excited about what I want and I'm comfortable and confident in what I want. Mm-hmm. And so gain that confidence and that comfort in what you desire and focus more on that. I will also say to focus on feeling good about the things that you want. Don't join these clubs and these social media pages and unfollow people who's always bashing men or bashing relationships or always signing on to the club or all men cheat and all of that stuff. Because again, law of attraction is you You get what you mm -hmm. feel, you get what you believe. Mm -hmm. And so if that is your belief that there is no good men left, and the, the one thing I hate is you know, there's no good men left in Atlanta. There's no straight men left in Atlanta. If that is your belief, then there is no surprise in why you are still single. Right. And the flip side is don't just jump into something because of that, too, because those statistics exactly. where, oh, it's not enough men. So you meet a half a man. I'm sorry. And then you're no. like, OK, he spends a little time with me. He does this. I'm cool. But, you know, that's not really what you want. And that's exactly. why I think it's so important of that love, that inside love job that you do is that you can date without having to go to bed you know soon I mean we grown do what you want to do but if you're clear with yourself to say hey I welcome a husband I welcome a boyfriend I welcome whatever you know the good things I want don't meet somebody and immediately get so smitten that you like he the one because I've done I did that with my first husband I was like oh I think he's my husband and that was because I had got out of a relationship with a drug dealer so the first time you find somebody that's working a job and got like dreams and that's I was like, this is it. And right, and right. God bless his soul. I mean, we're friends to this day. But no, yeah. God did not say that. I believe he did not say that. But once we did it, it's like, okay, we're going to try to roll with the punches. And at the end of the day, I believe that we both deserve to be happy. So I want him to find what that is for him. And I have That's that right. what that is for me now. So yes. I want to definitely talk about the book. Um, is it out yet? Yes, I'm writing. Okay, good. We need it. We need it. Are you less make love more? Who wouldn't want to do that? Exactly. And that and that's why um, that's what I call my book and even some workshops that I'm doing, because that is the common goal amongst all couples. Mm -hmm. 
everybody wants to argue less, make love more. And the idea is to use some of the concepts that we talked about around law of attraction, to use some of those things around how to release this pain that you may have suffered, not just from past relationships, but even from the relationships that you're currently in, Mm -hmm. you know, and and how to release that and how to redefine your relationship and and really create. I always tell my clients, and this is something that will be in the book as well, that the most successful relationships are those that are of two people who are emotionally independent. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. If you if you could be emotionally independent, which means I'm not depending on you to make me happy, yeah, you could do what you need to do to make you happy, and then we're going to come together and have fun yep. in all of this happiness. Yep. It's just a freeing relationship. It's a fun relationship. And, and so just to help couples get to that place. Yeah. that fun and freeness of relationships. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And guys, I'm telling you, it's okay to see a therapist. It is. It doesn't oh, mean yeah. you're crazy. Just like your car has to be maintenance, your yeah. your relationship needs maintenance. Because we do. Yes. When you meet them, you like, or hey, you know, you got your, you're looking good, you're dressing good, and I'm guilty of wearing my bonnet to bed. I am, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But I make sure I try to make up more cute times than the right. times. You know, you gotta, you gotta get, you can't get so comfortable, and those are things that, you know, we do struggle with. Because who wants to go to bed every night like you did when you met them? Right. You know, like you're sleeping all cute and all that. I get it. You get, yeah. you're farting now. You know, you're burping. Right, you're right, doing stuff. right, right. But, I mean, let's think of it the reverse. If Do you want him just eh, farting in front of you and doing stuff like right. that? So it's a it's a uh, um, two-way street when it comes to that. Yeah. But I'm so... Complacency kills. Yeah. And I'm so glad to have you. And I definitely want people to stay in contact and definitely, hey, go see her. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. single, get ready. You know what I'm right. saying? And ready means not for him, for you. So you for can you. bring your best self to to the table. And if you're in a, in a relationship or if you're married and you're going through, yeah. you know, some problems. I mean, we all do. I mean, me and my boyfriend still argue and don't see eye to yeah. eye. We're just committed a little bit more of practicing letting go mm-hmm. faster and addressing it and how do you feel and repeating how they feel and all that good stuff you could tell I've been. But I'm just saying yeah. is that it does take maintenance. And so if you it want does. your relationship to thrive, if you want to argue less and make love more, which I think is everybody's goal, um, yes. you definitely want to pick up this book when it's out and and how can people connect with you, um, uh, make an yeah. appointment to see you and well, all that? Um, on on social media, on all platforms, it's the same at Love Jones LLC. Um, my website is uh, lovejonesllc.com. Um, but I also, for all the listeners, I do want to offer all of you all a free session with me. It's a free phone session for about 45 minutes, and we'll begin that process of kind of identifying some of those roadblocks, and I'll give you a plan that you can begin working immediately to start changing some stuff around um, and and getting you to what you desire. Um, And if you want that gift, you can message me on those social media uh, platforms at Love Jones LLC, or you can text me. Make sure you include your name and mention Stacy J at four seven zero five eight eight five six six seven. That's four seven zero five eight eight five six six seven. Make sure you include your name and reference Stacy J, so I know that you're one of the listeners and you want your free session. 
And yeah, let's get let's get to a point where we're arguing less and making more making love more. Yeah, not the babies, y'all. Not the babies, just to make the love not without the babies. The babies. Uh, yes, but, not the babies. Yes. Well, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, that is a great offer because I think everybody, I don't care if you're, you know, in a good place in your relationship, a little maintenance yeah. is nothing wrong Let with that. Let me tell that. you, my, my favorite couple clients are the ones who come to me before anything major has ever happened. Oh, wow. Yeah, and 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 I have them. Yeah, it's very proactive and it's it's very preventative. Yeah, very preventative. Yeah, I really enjoy them. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. See, y'all. I see. I try to give you good stuff here, you know, because I yeah. want to see everybody grow, everybody live fully, full in their purpose, and not feel like they have to be limited in life because life is really full. It's just really up to right. you how you look at it. So, I, and life is supposed to be fun. It is. Right. I think we put so much pressure on ourselves, especially this dating and relationship stuff. It's supposed to be fun. It is. Fun. It is. It is. And guys, yeah. let's let's change the dynamics, especially for black love I mean we have black love yes. let's stop you know hashtagging relationship goals and make our own relationship goals that's right and let's you know hashtag and you know love ourselves more because it does really start mm-hmm. there so thank you Alex I am so excited to have you and I want to get together because I want to do maybe something live so we can have yes. listeners to ask questions and get their questions oh, answered so let's plan for that soon guys thank yes. you for tuning in to another uh, episode of Real Talk with Stacey J we are empowering women to live their life on purpose with no limit you can follow me on all social media, um, Instagram, Real Talk Stacy J, Facebook, Real Talk Stacy J, and you can connect with me at Live365 as well, Live365Empowerment.com. Thank you guys for tuning in, and we'll see you later.